0: Back in on Canucks Central. It's hour number two, and this hour is brought to you by Brevo. Brevo provides convenient cloud-based access control systems from your mobile device for any industry. Go to lpbrivocom slash Canada for a smart demonstration. We were just uh, looking at some things as we continue to talk about the Canucks in the break because we just can't uh, do enough of that.
1: No, it's 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 just such an incredible start to the year. Yeah. And, I mean, it's like...
0: It's not even the start anymore. Like, they're four games away from the halfway point. Yeah,
1: no, I know. I mean, and, you know, we talk about how they haven't played their best the last yes. little stretch. They're 8-1-2 and two in the last 11.
0: <laughs> so uh, since the, the start of December, uh, the Canucks are 9-2-2. Two, and two. That is good for the second-best point percentage in the National Hockey League, only behind the Winnipeg Jets, of course. I think that's pretty good. Yeah uh the Edmonton Oilers are right there with the Canucks so even though the Oilers have gone 10-3-0 in their last 13 games they have not gained a single point on the Vancouver Canucks in that time frame tough tough to be the Edmonton Oilers after that slow start but they are comfortably back on track for a playoff position that's enough of that it's Wednesday let's get into overrated or underrated Ba, 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 da, da. First overrated underrated of 2024, and uh, we are glad to be back together again with uh, producer Josh
1: Elliott Wolf.
2: Hello, I miss you guys. It's been a while. Yeah. He was
1: he was getting up early working with Brooke, Brooke, Brooke Ward in the morning show. Yeah, How, yeah f- Overrated, underrated, waking up at 4 a.m. It's always overrated. <laughs> there is no benefit to it.
2: Other than like people will be like, oh, you get the whole day, and I'm like, well, I'm there tired least, for the whole day. Yeah.
0: Was there at least like a coffee spot on your drive-in?
2: Uh, not really. No. Not really. It's tough. I would have to make a tea at home and then bring it in. Oh, wow. Yeah. Tea. I'm a tea guy. That's tea. Right. Overrated, underrated. Definitely underrated. I agree. I agree. As much as
0: I love my coffee, I like a, a, I like a nice nighttime tea. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A little I- bit of uh, chamomile every once in a while. Some peppermint.
1: Yeah, I have chamomile tea every night now. Every night, every night, yeah, yeah. So instead of having like a drink yes. every night before bed, now I'm having a chamomile tea every night before helps bed. It, helps, probably it, uh, a good call. <laughs> it, it's been, it's been a lot better.
0: <laughs> the, the chamomile tea helps the uh, helps the engine turn off.
2: Yeah, I would say. All right, we will uh, start with this. One. I didn't have a transition, so we're gonna start with this one. Uh, first, I have an audio clip to play. Okay, okay. should watch the game director. <laughs> so this one from Jamie Doc. watching the games. Overrated or underrated?
1: <laughs> oh man,
2: um, uh, I mean, for, obviously.
0: for a lot of people, it seems like overrated because they just look Ooh. at their spreadsheets and figure out like, oh yeah, that that guy's good. No, that guy's bad. No, that- th- this team can't defend. No, this team, they 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 they're fine. Look at the way their
1: expected goals are. It's fine. Are you talking about transfer? Ah. Uh, <laughs> I didn't I didn't say a name. Okay, all right. <laughs> just, just, just I know Drance watches the games. So. Yeah, no he he was at the game. I know he, he watches
2: like an insane amount of hockey. Yeah. yeah to, dude. To a I, I crazy would,
1: So to me, like honestly that whole exchange it was funny because JT kinda did it with a bit of a smirk. Yes. Like to me, it was more like you know, like, it, honest, I'm, and I'm not saying they're buddies. It was more like a kind of a ribbing you'd get from yes. like a buddy or something. Yes. You know what I mean? Like in the office, if you if you did something like that, I mean, we'd be like, yeah, watch the game Dumbo or something. You know what I mean? Like we'd, we'd make that type of comment and it'd be a joke. That's the way it came off to me. It come off as like this guy's a jerk and he's oh, going out Drancer.
0: Hundred percent, it came off that way. Yeah. And and you know what? That's the kind of thing that uh,
1: I thought it was great. <laughs> I would
0: expect JT to do, and yeah. I like love that he did it rather than just like gloss over it and not even like point out the
1: mistake. That somebody made. Yeah. I mean, he called him by the nickname. Yeah. Dranser. He didn't say, uh, watch the game, man. Like, if he <laughs> said it, like, maybe you should try watching the game, you know, I'd be like, all right, like, oh, he's, he's being he, really pissy He delivered
0: about it. it with perfection. Because uh, that's what JT does. He delivers with perfection. This <laughs> <laughs> is great. Uh, but yes, watching the game's uh, underrated. Mm.
2: Next one from Dimitri playing for 20 minutes and then co-steam for 40. Overrated or underrated?
1: Uh, underrated. Uh, I mean, generally speaking, it's overrated. Like you can't, you shouldn't coast. But up five, nothing five. It's the biggest lead they had in the first period of this season. Like even yeah. the, in the, the drubbings, like of uh, the first game of the year, they had three in the first. Yeah, against San Jose, when they had ten goals, they had four in the first, they yep. had five. And even in the San Jose game, remember, like, they weren't even trying and they were just scoring goals because San Jose was that bad? <laughs> yes. Like, the Canucks weren't doing they, The Canucks had, like, I think three chances and scored on all of them in the second period. It was
0: that the, that San Jose game was just such a joke because the Canucks would just, like, connect three passes and they'd be in on a two on one. Yeah, it was <laughs> like, really <laughs> stupid.
1: Like, they didn't have to do anything. Like, at least Ottawa was trying in the second, you know? They yes. worked hard and then, you know, the four check, they tried to make it difficult for Vancouver. Um, oh, yeah. I So the reason I say it's underrated.
0: Okay, yes, I get it. It wasn't a good look. Coach wasn't too happy. Miller made his comments about the Final 40 not being good enough and all those different types of things. Warranted. Um, Over the course of an 82-game season, uh, managing your minutes, underrated. And I feel like the Canucks were managing their minutes last night a little bit. And you can put in all the extra parts of it where you're up 5-0. Game is essentially over. Hard to maintain that intensity in a non-competitive game. And so I get it. Plus, you've got a big seven-game road trip with a ton of games coming up in a short period of time. So probably good to uh, conserve a little bit of energy getting ready for this big roadie. There's, underrated.
2: This one from uh, Corbin. Point percentage. Overrated or underrated?
1: Underrated. I mean, I... I I don't get the push against point percentage. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like I, I don't think understand because it like, directly I it.
2: doesn't benefit the Canucks. Whereas if the Canucks had a better point percentage and less points, people they're... would be like, "Oh, look at the point percentage, though." Well, they're you pretty
1: know? good now, aren't they? I mean, well, they yeah, have yeah. the sec- third best point percentage in the league right so now. So it's a yeah. fourth, best. fourth best. Fourth best. So it's second best in the Western difference. Conference by like one, like what is it? With by the, a hair.
0: Yeah, yeah. the Winnipeg Jets are just better by a hair
1: by point oh oh five percent. Yeah. Yeah, so it's, like, negligible.
0: Very, very small. Yeah. Um, look, point percentage is the better way of looking at the standings, as much as I uh, poke fun at it. Yes, it is true, but
1: more so from a... Like, it's just a fact. It's, yeah. just like, it's just a fact of your percentage of points you have in the games you've played and how that compares to other teams. I,
0: I think when you're, like, in the context of, like, debating of whether or not Vegas or LA is better or the Canucks are better because their points percentage
1: is a little bit higher, or a little bit lower. Like that's, that's not a real conversation to me. Well, yeah. Debating points versus point percentage is semantics. And I have no interest in debating
0: semantics. Right. But like, you know, if you see, um, <laughs> like when you're sort of thinking about it, like the last couple of years for the Canucks, when they got off to such terrible starts and you're like, well... They now need a 700 points percentage to make the playoffs. Then it really tells you the daunting task that that they that lies ahead of them, because for as good as they've been this season, right? Like we were talking at the beginning of November or mid-November last year, the Canucks need to be on a 700 points percentage for the rest of the season to make the playoffs. As good as they've been this season, they're still short of a 700 points percentage. <laughs> so that's how good they've been,
1: and that shows you how hard it was going to be.
0: Uh, yeah, I think it, like there's there's different ways, different contexts that it can be used in to make it more valuable, but some of the ways that it's been debated this year with, you know, like, oh, the L.A. is still—I like I don't really care. Like, I know the Canucks are a pretty good hockey team, and their points percentage being a, a smidgen below or above— the LA Kings shouldn't matter all that much. Yeah, the
1: Canucks are above the Kings now, and the Kings are 4-5-1 in their last 10, and the lost three in a row. There you go. Ebbs and flows to a
0: season. We know who the three best teams in the Pacific Division are going to be.
2: Next one comes from uh, Chef Swagger, Aaron Rodgers on the Pat McAfee Show. Overrated <laughs> or underrated?
1: Uh, I mean, overrated, unless you like lawsuits.
0: Yeah. Would it be underrated because it's like there's always going to be some kind of entertainment to it?
1: Yeah, I suppose. I mean, l- listen, like I-, I, think Aaron Rodgers has obviously a right to say whatever he wants and do whatever he wants, right? But run up if you want to get done up, man. Like you, you throw like you throw uh, the types of things he threw out about people being on yeah. like you know the types of lists he was mentioning about. Like, and if you if you're not, I mean, that's, I mean, you can get sued pretty badly. You can lose like everything. In well, and, and, like that. and
0: even Mac if he having to come out today and say, oh, I was just like uh, kind of a, a ribbing or you know. ribbing. Like, how's that a ribbing? I don't, it's like, we're, it's we're a little talking bit more about, than that, Pat. Oh. Yeah, it's, yeah, Whoops, it's a bit I almost whoop. ruined
1: someone's career. <laughs> yeah. My bad. Like, it's about as bad a smear as you can put on somebody. Like and I don't want to repeat it on air. I mean, yeah. you know, but nonetheless, like, come on. And if there's no truth to it either, then, like, you open yourself up to massive libel. Yes.
0: It, it is... Uh,
1: <laughs> <laughs> I mean,
0: it's kind of overrated because... It's definitely overrated because, you know, you've given... I don't really care what Aaron Rodgers thinks on some of the things that he starts projecting about, whether it be vaccines or his, you know, idea of what good health is. You do, Fine. You, man. you do you, okay. man. I don't, <laughs> yeah. I don't really care. You know, you're Aaron Rodgers. You're a great quarterback. You're probably going to the hall of fame. Awesome. Awesome but I'm not going to necessarily agree with you on your health choices or personal life choices and the fact that you choose to just believe in things that are clearly misinformation, but you do you. And I just, you know, I don't love the idea of giving that person a platform to spread
1: their misinformation. Yeah, and listen, you can spread your opinions or whatever, but when you, you say stuff like he said about Jimmy Kimmel, yeah. and you're wrong, yeah, like it's it's dangerous and it's bad it's irresponsible and I don't know man like if I was Jimmy Kimmel I'd sue the living life (laughs) out of Aaron Rodgers Uh,
0: probably wouldn't be wouldn't be great if you're Aaron Rodgers
2: (laughs) Uh, next one less controversial Uh, 650-650 Dunbar Lumber text line overrated underrated Team Canada World Junior roster
1: Um, Uh, the
2: Team Canada
0: World Junior roster was overrated a bit Uh, yeah I guess so I mean, as you pointed out yesterday, you know, you're missing Connor Bedard. You're missing um, Zach Benson. They were missing uh, Denton Matejcik.
1: Yeah. Hell yeah, him too.
0: Um, So, you know, they they lost some of their top defensemen just before the tournament um, due to to injury or illness. And, you know, I don't think they could have brought a better roster than the one that they had. And I'm not a huge prospect guy. I'm not really delving into this in the way that our friend Cam Robinson would and how he's covering it. So I'm going by a lot of their opinions when I'm reading about it and watching these games. And I don't think this is like when they left Brant Clark at home or something like that. This was the best roster that they probably could have brought to the event, and it just really didn't work out for them.
2: All right, next one comes from uh, Justin and East Van Nickelback. Overrated or underrated? Are they underrated now,
1: with how much people <laughs> crap on them?
2: Well, it's tough because I feel like for a while they were underrated, and yeah. now everybody's like, "No, actually, they're good." And now yeah. is it overrated?
1: I mean, I, I'm going to speak for myself because I haven't, you know, maybe I'm, I'm not as young uh, as uh, Josh Elliot Wolf is. Like, I'm not—I don't have my finger on the on the pulse the way 4D he does. chess
2: man. <laughs>
1: and by the way, I no, looked it we up. We don't need to correct. Anyways, I don't need to correct the correction. <laughs> we'll leave it at that. Uh,
2: that was right.
1: It always <laughs> is. It's fine. Uh, I, you know, I doubted myself because you said it with such conviction. You know, when somebody says something with such conviction that you would doubt yourself. Like, yes, yeah, maybe, maybe I'm wrong. <laughs> That's how I felt when Josh was like dead staring me uh, half an hour ago. Yeah. Uh, what were what were we talking about? 4D chess. Uh, and Nickelback. We were talking Nickelback. Nickelback. Nickelback yes. Uh, so Nickelback, I, I, to me, they're underrated because, like, I think back to like. Some nickelback songs and they're good. Like they've yeah. got some bangers, some fun songs. Like I think back to my, you know, younger days and frequenting, you know, nighttime establishments and stuff yeah. like that. And you know, and you'd hear, you know, the the, the in Nickelback songs. Anybody had a good time with them? You know, I have some good memories. Like, how you remind me. Yeah.
0: Look at this photograph. <laughs> I mean, Chad Kruger's got friends in high places, man. Good for him. He was hanging out with Gretz and Francesco last night. Pretty cool.
2: What a, what a weird combination of people
0: it was a bit of an eclectic group to say the least uh it's it's kind of like one of those things of uh you're debating if a team was worthy of all these championships they won how many like platinum records did they have they sold a ton of records they were very and have been extremely popular I don't know why they, they're, like, on the country channel now. And became, Apparently they've become a country band. That's a bit strange for me. But, you know, can't really take away what they've uh, accomplished as a band as much as uh, I may not like their music. Uh,
2: 650, 650 text line. I don't know if you guys saw this. I saw these, it, yes. But uh, someone really doesn't like Chad Kroger because uh, had relations with an ex-partner. Ex <laughs> so sorry
1: yeah. to that person. I apologize. I apologize. Uh, somebody texted in, overrated, underrated, uh, claiming to know what misinformation is. Literally, Aaron Rodgers spread misinformation yes. about uh, Jimmy Kimmel. It seems like with with the response Kimmel had, right? Yes. Like that's what we're talking. I mean, literally, that, that happened. And like I said, he, you know, Aaron Rodgers can do whatever he wants. Yeah. Just you know, be careful when you say things about other people that may not be true. That's all.
2: Uh, this one might be uh, overrated, underrated for Elon because I don't know if any of us know how it feels. Uh, winning the 650 fantasy league, overrated or underrated? Uh,
1: underrated. Great job by uh, young Elon, the champion. Yeah, I expected to win. So, oh, you oh, oh, to here we go. To win, yeah. It's perfectly rated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> perfectly rated. Wow,
2: Kyron just Williams that confident just carrying him to a champion. <laughs> oh, man. man,
0: anybody who like got Kyron Williams early in the season.
2: I'm. I got him in. A, I was only in three leagues. Yeah. And I won my other two, not the 651, obviously. And I had Kyron Williams, Puka, and Amon Brown in all in both of those. And they just, it was
0: amazing. Is Sean McVay's genius really just in the idea that he turned Puka Nakua, fifth round draft choice, and Kyron Williams into like two of the best players, offensive players or producers this year in in the entire NFL? Like just two random guys. Like I'm going to make you great this year. How about that? And he did. Yeah. Matthew
1: Stafford's still pretty good, too. Yeah, I'd say so.
2: Helps when he's healthy. He yes. Yeah. yeah,
1: I mean, he's really good. Um, I think when he was available via trade, I think that's like the trade that worked off of both teams, the type of assets yeah. the uh, Lions got, how they move forward with the team, and then obviously the Rams winning, winning. Uh, I was going to say Stanley Cup, Super Bowl. Like Stafford's
0: on the, on the Hall of Fame
2: list now, probably. Yeah, he's got an
1: outside chance.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, next one comes from Woodrow. Tomasini, overrated or underrated? It's a uh, Sicilian sausage roll. Yeah, uh, being not
0: Sicilian, I'm, I'm not all overly. Um, so you're gonna say over. Aware of Tomasini. and uh, being Calabrese as I am, the Sicilians are kind of our direct rivals. So.
2: <laughs> How it's dare whatever. I bring that up? Actually, it's Sorry. whatever.
0: Uh, so we're asking Tajon. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Tomasini. Tomasini, right, right. They're uh, Sicilian sausage rolls. Right.
1: Okay. Uh, I haven't had them.
2: Sausage rolls are good. They are good.
1: They are good. I haven't had those ones, though.
0: Yeah. Italian food in general is just the goat, so...
1: Yeah. Yeah. I had some uh, good Italian food over the break. Oh, did you? I had uh, the best focaccia bread I've ever had.
0: (laughs) Of all the things. Focaccia. Where'd you get it from?
1: Uh, From Nook, actually. Oh. Yeah. And a good focaccia just... It's brilliant. It it made, everything was really good, but that was like my, I'm like this may have been the best focaccia I've ever had. Like it was done differently, like yeah, it wasn't as yeah. thick, it was more thin and everything. It was just delightful. Now I'm hungry again. Yeah.
0: I made uh, ossobuco milanese. It was uh, it was pretty good. And I did
2: I did too.
1: Mm. And and what is that? <laughs> yeah. No, you
2: explain it. I don't need to. I do. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he he's
1: better with the accent, right? Yeah, no, so it's all you.
2: It's
0: uh, it's veal shank with uh, with a risotto Milanese, oh, okay. and uh, the risotto is like with saffron
1: and. Oh wow! It's, it's really fancy. Well, that's pretty. That's pretty expensive. Saffron. You just need a little bit, just yeah, a teaspoon. So I know. Do, do you know how to like grind saffron and everything? No, it's not that difficult. <laughs> okay. No, I mean, you just get some saffron leaves. Yeah. You can use a cube of sugar and just grind it. Okay. And then it becomes a powder. Mm. And you add a little bit of water to it, and it becomes a liquid, and you can use that liquid to uh, drop it on things.
2: Fun. Ah. There you go. We all learned something today. <laughs> this is why I missed you guys. <laughs> because I, Otherwise, <laughs> what would I know about <laughs> saffron? <laughs> exactly. Uh, next one, overrated, underrated. Wearing another sport jersey at a game. For example, so wearing a hockey jersey at a football game or vice versa.
0: Uh, very extremely overrated. Yeah. So I
2: I don't know. I feel like, like are you wearing a
0: Seahawks jersey to the winter classic in Seattle?
2: I feel like you could wear a Mariners jersey, but not yeah. a
1: Seahawks
2: jersey. Yeah, uh, I don't really to a well it's at T Mobile Park, so you'd be like Yeah, but still you're in Seattle. You're representing Seattle. I think it's fine. I, I would lean fine too. The one where I think it's weird is if you're wearing a let's say a Flames jersey to a Canucks Oilers game. Or, actually that might be apt in that one. Let's say a Canucks Kraken game. And you're wearing yeah. like a Winnipeg Jets jersey. That's weird to me.
0: Oh yeah, if you're like going to Jay's Mariners in Seattle and you're wearing a Yankees jersey, like what are you, Randy Deep Janda? I mean, <laughs> stop it.
1: I don't know. See, if you're doing an outdoor game yeah. and it's in a city like that and that many people are showing up, it you know you're trying to bring everybody together? Yeah. As representation of the of the city. I think it's fine. Okay.
0: I think it's cool. Mm-hmm. Winter classics, overrated or underrated.
1: Ratings wise, overrated. <laughs>
2: I think they're underrated.
0: I feel like... They've, they've gotten so overrated that they are now underrated. It's the Nickelback.
2: Yeah. It's the Nickelback of NHL events.
0: I would love it if... I mean, again, I thought uh, Vancouver should have been uh, Seattle's opponent in that game. I know probably ESPN and TNT don't really care for that, having a Canadian team in it. The only Canadian team that's done a Winter Classic is the Maple Leafs. Um, but... It's just, it's kind of become the all-star game for whatever city that it's in.
1: Yeah, more or less. You know, yeah. where
0: it's a cool event for that city, but I don't know if it's drawing NHL fans from other cities to really watch that game for whatever reason.
1: But it is a revenue generator for that city, but also the league as a whole, because I mean, that the amount of money that game makes compared to a regular NHL game. Yeah. Yeah. So, I don't know how much it is, but uh, you can put like a, a regular NHL game anywhere from around a million to two million, depending on the market. Yeah. Playoff games a bit more in terms of revenue they can generate from that game. Like, how much are they generating from all the experiences around a Winter Classic?
0: It was tons. Right. You know, I was in Seattle on Saturday, so two days before the Winter Classic, and it was just littered with people wearing hockey gear. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, the, the fan experience had like the longest line you've ever seen. So, plus they packed what? I mean the Mariners don't even sell out T-Mobile Park all that often anymore.
2: So, tough tough break. Um I do think it might be more fun if they did the All-Star game outside. Cuz then like I think all the all the players would kind of enjoy it a little bit more. There's not as much pressure to yeah. uh still have like a regular game.
0: I don't know. They had some of the events outside. Did they? Yep. Oh, yeah. like the fan experience. Thing? Yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think, I think they should keep doing it. What what they need to do, though, is make it more compelling for TV, and I think that comes down to matchups. Yeah. I think they did so well in the past when you had, like, big rivals going head-to-head. The Caps and Penguins. And stars. Like, the league,
2: you
0: know, who are the stars of the league? It feels like Connor Bedard is already one of the faces of the National Hockey League. The most watched game in the NHL this year was Connor Bedard's debut. Mm-hmm. More than any other game. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And you have Austin Matthews on the Leafs. You have Connor McDavid on on the Oilers. If you want to sell your American teams, they need more transcendent stars on those American teams. And, you know, New York's got a lot of good players. Do they have one of the absolute studs of the league? I don't think so. As much as Adam Fox is a Norris winner and all Hmm. that. Right now, Kale McCarr and Quinn Hughes are the two most talked about defensemen in the National. They are.
1: I mean, the Rangers do have Panarin too. You could probably
0: get like a good player, but just a different stratosphere to be in that top top tier of the league.
2: I think if you did Rangers Devils, though, that would be a good enough draw. You got the rivalry. Jack Hughes is a pretty big star. Yeah, that could work. Yeah, Devils could. Um,
1: Just too bad the Flyers don't have anybody too exciting right now. Yeah. Travis,
0: connect me. Got Torts.
1: Yeah, <laughs> and Ovechkin's like, I'm too old to be playing out in the cold. <laughs>
0: Ovechkin's just trying to—he's trying to grind away some goals here. He's got a long way to go <laughs> to Please catch. Please don't Kratz. make it harder for me.
2: <laughs> this is
0: just all I need to focus on right now. Okay.
2: Yeah. Uh, we'll end with this one. Call him from Caribou. Overrated, underrated. The Team Sweden Canucks.
1: <laughs> underrated in uh, at the World Juniors. You mean? Yeah.
2: Yeah, I mean if you want to broaden it and just say like. Swedish, connection.
1: yeah. I mean, I guess you can say underrated, but I mean, they're hosting the tournament, they have some really talented players, yeah. Um, and now it's wide open. Americans will be tough, yeah, but they have a chance, mm-hmm. they can win the tournament. The Americans have a
0: really good team, yeah. So it could be, uh, could be Sweden and uh, the U.S.
1: as the two best right now, yeah. but the Americans landers really looked, good. Really good yeah. looked really good, and Lekar look looked really good, like Lekar like man. Like, he he can shoot the puck so well, but. It's everything else in his game that I'm so excited about, how smart he is, the anticipation he has. He shows some playmaking skills. And I'm not trying to sit here and say he's this dynamic playmaker that's going to be you know this all-faceted player. But I think we're, we're really selling him short if we're just referring to him as a you know goal-scoring winger. I think there's more to his game. And I think he's a really smart hockey player. And you can point to the fact that he shoots a lot. That's fantastic. Yeah. Those are the guys that translate. They yes. shoot the puck a lot. They can score a lot but they shoot a lot.
0: They find a lot of shooting lanes, they use those shooting lanes, they know how to get their shot off. That's that is an underrated skill in the NHL that was not talked about enough. Why does Alex Ovechkin score as many goals as he does? Cuz he leads the league in He's shots dead, every yes. year, you know. Um that it certainly does help to get off a ton of volume. Uh Dan Racho Satyar Shah. We'll get to more next on Canucks Central.
1: Talking all Canucks all the time. It's Canucks Talk with Jamie Dodd and Thomas Drantz. Subscribe and download the show on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you
0: get your podcasts.